Word of the Bay is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com shark. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. podcast land welcome to word of the bay my name is kyle my name is nick i'm jonathan and joining us today in place of kyle marks who could not make it today uh, our good longtime friend of the podcast you know him as at fish on the tweets and at bucks brief this is chris the host of the bucks brief podcast welcome sir what's up guys how's it going tonight it's going good uh, well thank you for making it sir yeah, my head's still, head's still kind of spinning but just had me, on, had me on deck, man. Just next batter up, right? I appreciate that. This is the ultimate pinch hitter. Yeah, it's good. Well, you you reached out to me. Like, you reached out to me this week. And you're like, hey, man, like, I'll come on this week. I'm like, ah, I already got Kyle coming on. But I always felt bad because every time you try to book me, it's like always bad time. There's always stuff going on. And we're doing we're doing a podcast tomorrow night. And I was like, uh, I got so much going on tonight. But yeah, whatever. I'll help you guys out. So I guess right, right off the bat, like, where can everybody find your podcast? Uh, Bucksbrief.com is the easiest way, but we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, freaking what, every possible uh, way you can possibly find us. Bucksbrief.com is the website, at Bucksbrief on Twitter. Um, I download, uh, I'm a Droid guy, and I downloaded this app called Podcast Addict. Oh, me too. Nick's a yeah. Droid guy. Yeah, yeah that, I, have that, that, I love that, uh, that that's podcast. That's an awesome app because you can set up all your subscriptions on there and then just like swipe down and it, uh, it, it updates with the latest podcast and stuff too. So I always tell Droid users, if you don't use iTunes, hook up that podcast addict app and we're on there too. Subscribe. It helps. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, you you do you do a good podcast. I uh, you do he, what what he does is like more focused on the bucks and you guys do a lot of analytics and this is just a bunch of hot takes. We're just throwing around a bunch of fucks, f words, <laughs> and all that. We are named. We are named after the Bucks, technically. So, although no copyright infringement, um, so okay, we kind of have to stick to the the Bucks talk. That's good. I, used, I used to when the when the podcast was really. I mean, early on, it was just like random stuff. And when it gets boring and there's really nothing to talk about, I think we would go on tangents all the time. But now we try to play to stay uh, as Bucks focused as we can because there's really not a lot of places for fans to uh, to get good bucks content it's true yeah i i like we we say it all the time like we think the radio is kind of shitty and yeah, it's a one horse one horse radio town. one horse radio town yeah you got 620 you used to have uh 970 or not 970 but uh 98.7 but now they went under and now you have nothing so like every, anytime i hear anybody say like ah the radio's terrible i would say listen guys you got you have uh you have podcasts you have bucks brief and you have there are other avenues what the buck you still with us chris Oh yeah, I'm here, man. Okay, I, 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 I think that's noise. all I listen to now for the most part. Satellite radio uh, every once in a while, but I, I hit a podcast all the time, and it's really it's it's folks doing hard work and really putting a lot into it, and most of them are you know funded all by themselves. So that's that's what I do with my show. So yeah, uh, same here. Yeah, it's, a, same it's a passion. Yeah, absolutely. Try to support uh, podcasts, especially the local ones. Uh, it, it's it's I think it's definitely the way to go. <laughs> and like we inspire other people because uh, Derek Shorp, Shorple. 
He's going to do like a, a wrestling podcast called, oh, I forget what it's called, but he sent it to us the other day. I'll, I'll, I'll get the plug properly for him. I was going to plug him tomorrow night. Uh, Oversell podcast. Oversell podcast. I didn't know if he wanted me to say anything, but whatever. It's out there. All right. <laughs> Fine. It's totally a wrestling okay. term, too. I've listened to I listened to his first show, too. And and uh, yeah, I know you helped him out with with getting set up. So, hey, man, anyway, anytime you can inspire other folks to want to get out there and no matter what the content is to uh to, to start up a podcast i think it's cool yeah i'm always willing to help people out definitely and like i said it's not like it's not like it's not like the radio thing where you're competing for listeners or ratings or something like that it's kind of like everybody's going to find their own little niche audience and they're all going to have you know you can listen to it whenever you want so i think it's like podcasting to me is like a brotherhood like we all yeah. got to support each other absolutely and like i look i knew getting into this i'm like look i'm not going to get adam carolla mark Marin numbers when it comes to downloads I know I'm not going to make millions of dollars off podcasting, especially when I'm talking about the Buccaneers, but it's a niche group, and I think the cool thing about it, you guys talk about a lot of the local Tampa Bay uh, sports teams, mm -hmm. is that you get these loyal listeners, and then they start conversing with each other via social media, and then it becomes like this little family almost. Oh, yeah, those, those yeah. are the best conversations. It's oh, like it's when, awesome. When you have those Twitter threads, it's, awesome. it's just like, and, wow, All right. there actually is more of us out there than I thought. And it's it's people from everywhere. I mean, you guys got Peter who listens to you guys hardcore now from over in Germany. Yeah, yeah, he listens to us so hardcore that we, as much as we talk about the Rays, he's now going to be a Rays fan, which is like amazing awesome. to me. That's cool. That's just, I mean, and that's that's what this is all about, really spreading the word and and getting people to believe in the content that you're talking about and and seeing who enjoys it. And if they don't, you know, they don't have to download it. It's all good. What what was Steve before? Oh. I don't know. No, he said he was always like a uh, a baseball fan. But he just never had a team. He's never had a team. Well, now he does. Yeah, now he's good. He's, he's got good. a team now. Yeah. He's got a home. So we we would be remiss if we had if we didn't have you on the podcast on the day of free agency if we didn't talk about all the craziness that's just gone down today. It's just God, my head is my head's still spinning. It's awesome. The it's 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 all kind of been non Bucks related. Well, <laughs> no, been, no, which I, is cool. I would disagree. Jimmy Graham is finally out of fucking division. Like for God's sakes, like no more worried about him. Like, like the, everybody said the whole reason that Mark Barron was drafted was because of Jimmy Graham. Well, now we don't need Mark Barron or you know because Jimmy Graham's <laughs> gone. That, could, that took care of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 funny because I think the two best things. Because I mean, the Bucks and we can I think all agree they haven't made a big splash in free agency like they did last year. I think day one it was maybe four guys they signed, and I know McCown was signed day two, and I think one other Irish Thunder. Uh, uh, yeah, one other player on day two. But I think the biggest news of the day for Bucks is, one, cutting Anthony Collins, which was expected. Yep. What a joke. And two was the trade of, of, of Jimmy Graham, like you mentioned, and getting him out of the NFC South and knowing even though they did a decent job against him last year, I mean, we've watched him every year, seems to always come up with a big catch and just kill the Bucks and getting him out of the NFC South and knowing that the Saints are still in cap hell and still have more to do. Uh, and I've been pointing that out for the last year, uh, how bad that their cap situation is and how, you know, they're not going to be able to just cut backups and they're not going to be able to just, you know, no, try eventually to they're going to have to bite the bullet. Yeah, they've they got to get rid of starting talent. They've done that with Curtis Lofton. They're starting middle linebacker. Uh, they're starting cornerbacks not happy. There's grumblings that Drew Brees isn't happy. They had to ship off Graham. So they're not they're not in good shape. Right they're now. actually talking about or at least it's it's there's whispers of Drew Brees being shopped for a yeah. trade, which I wonder. I wonder. You know, the whole Jimmy Graham thing, God, you almost got the impression last year when they – was it last year or the year before when they they franchised him as a tight end? 
I think it was last year. Was oh, last yeah, that whole fight about what 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 is he right the whole Twitter right. thing. Yeah, yeah. what is he yeah. technically a position at? You you know that now he's like able to come out and like I wonder if he's going to say anything about that whole situation because I don't think that the mm-hmm. Saints really did right by him. No, no, I don't God think he was. Knows. I don't think he was happy in New Orleans. I don't think so means. either. I think he. I think he's okay with playing for Seattle right now. Yeah, to be I, honest. like I like my Super Bowl chances. Thank you. Yeah. Can you imagine how much better that team has just become? I mean, could really oh, Russell Wilson did not have that that target. Um, you look at their wide receivers; usually came up big during the playoffs. You didn't really use much, uh, hear much about them during the regular season. But man, to have that target and and that that player with that talent uh, I mean, going to a team yeah, that was already in the Super Bowl yeah. for the last two years that's 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 big for Seattle. What a safety blanket. I can't fucking wait to play them again I, next year. I said like, oh yeah, that's that that's cool for Bucks fans cuz like Jimmy Graham's gone but it sucks for like teams that are actually competitive in the NFC because they're like fuck like now right, like, got to go against Graham all the time. Oh, you mentioned Mark Barron. What what team does Mark Barron play for now? Yes, yeah, St. Louis Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. in the Seahawks uh, division. Yeah, good. Oh, ma- oh, Ooh, oh, didn't even think about that. Wow. Okay. Um, wait. What did you wait? What? So Mark Barron. Once was, upon a time, right. yeah, we we drafted. Yeah, I know Mark Barron, but what what's the what was the ooh? I didn't think about well, that. Well, he's in the same division now as Jimmy Graham again. He was yeah. drafted. Yeah. He was drafted what fifth overall. Ninth, Mark Barron. Ninth, ninth. Ninth, I'm sorry, ninth. So he was drafted ninth overall. And when he was drafted, it was said that he was drafted to cover or you know be cut in response to Jimmy Graham being in the division. But and didn't Mark Barron fall on his face? Like not yeah. literally, but like wasn't he just kind of like a dud? Depends on who you ask, I guess. He he was dud like. I wouldn't say he was a dud, but he 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 definitely didn't live up to the billing. He's more of a dude than a dud. You know, you know what it is, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it, it's it, it was sort of a thing where Shiano drafted him because he fit a certain mold in his defense, and now you have uh, this this kind of quote unquote cover two that safeties don't really take that that big of a role as they would have in, in a Shiano defense. Where in, in Shiano's defense, they were they they came down in the box a lot. They were responsible for for the covering the run, and sure they're, they're responsible for that in the cover two. But you know, mainly what they're there for is that that safety valve, that deep safety, and Mark Barron wasn't really that guy, right? I think I think he was average in Shiano's system, but, man, the, my biggest gripe with him this season coming in when it was supposedly that, oh, this is just going to be this, this system's perfect for him. He's going to have a great year. That's what I was hyping up. I was hyping up the same thing about Mason Foster. Um, Mark Barron didn't know where to line up. Yeah. That's how bad it was. I mean, it, it was – if you go back and you watch some of the early games, he had no clue what the hell he was doing. So it, it was it was a big disappointment, I think, from day one. Hence why you saw a guy like Major Wright brought in, I think, because he just understood the system so much, maybe not as at the talent level uh, from a physical standpoint that, that Mark Barron is, but just the fact that he understands the system. He knows how to get guys lined up. He knows where he's supposed to be. Uh, Mark Barron was a complete bust um, in the Tampa 2 defense and whatever defense that Lovey was running, uh, it just didn't work. And it, for them to get anything for him uh, was a huge bonus for the Bucks. I guess in Mark Barron's defense, it wasn't just Mark Barron who didn't know where the line no, there was. No. There, was <laughs> there was a lot like, of right. uh, miscues that well, last the, year. The so-called Tampa 2 relies a, a lot, lot on um, the people around you doing their job so you can do yours. <laughs> yeah. But, it, I mean, I guess it's interesting that now Mark Barron is in the same division as Jimmy Graham, and once again they get to duel, duel it out twice a year. Uh, should Mark Barron make the team? <laughs> That's a good point, too. Well, I think he fits I think he fits more of a Jeff Fisher mold, and I can't remember who the highlight was. I remember just watching a highlight of him. It's someone just burned the hell out of him in one game towards the end of the season. I was like, yeah, that's pretty yeah, typical. That's pretty what we used to that, St. Louis thing. Yeah. So in st- I guess in sticking with that division, the, the uh, St. Louis Rams – traded 
uh, Sam Bradford to the Philadelphia Eagles. I, did they trade him with a first round pick? No, or? they traded. Um, I think I think it was a it was Sam Bradford and a fifth round for Nick Foles and a fourth round. Yeah, um, that's, that's huge. So, that's going so back and forth with you know like uh, I forget who it was that came out and said. Uh, if Bradford isn't on the opening day roster, they uh, the Rams don't have to send a pick. I thought it was a second, the second round pick, um, and then Schefter came out and said, "No, it doesn't matter." So I, there's been so much back and forth on this trade. Um, I'm curious what you guys think on if Chip Kelly actually wants Sam Bradford there, or if that was just to get rid of Foles and try to pick up a draft. I'm, pick. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I teased Kyle before we got into the the podcast about. Uh, I heard rumblings, and and it was actually on the uh, NFL Network that uh, before this trade taken place, that the Tennessee Titans were hot and heavy after Sam Bradford, and so what Chip Kelly might have just done is orcans, orcans, or orchestrated yeah. a, a, himself into a trade option for the number two pick. That's going to take everything, though. I mean, but now he's finally got an avenue to do it. So you think he would take Mariota? Yeah, very oh, much yeah. so. Oh yeah, and a heartbeat. I mean, at this point, it's like it's every Eagles fan is like, "What are we doing?" Or they're trying to justify it somehow, yeah. which but, I guess you can. Oh, they, I mean, they lost out on Gore. But if that happens, then everybody's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense." And now we'll see with Chip Kelly what he does with Mariota. But I don't know. I, I feel like that would take the the that's world. A, that's a farm. You're 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 giving them the farm. Yeah. Um, but I would say if if Bradford. I mean, if the, the it stays as is, I think Bradford's an upgrade over Foles if he can stay healthy. But that's a big if. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. Bradford. Uh, I guess if yeah, I guess if he's healthy. But I mean, you, you that's kind of what Bradford's mo is. Like you you have to take the chance on you're going to get a great quarterback so if he's playing. This is like Peyton Peyton Manning 2.0. Like just all right, let's see. Yeah. Let's just. Not even, not even that, because at least Peyton Manning was proven. I mean, Sam Bradford is just like he, he'll he'll tear his ACL on the way to to Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I slipped off the plane, guys. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam Bradford slips off plane, tears his ACL out for the season. Everybody's like, "Fuck!" Can we still trade for the Titans? You want them? <laughs> you guys still want them? I mean, they can cut him and and not have to pay him anything. I believe that's how his contract is set up. The oh, really? Eagles can let him go for nothing. They still have that draft pick. Was that if, the was that the Rams who originally structured that? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, uh, must have been. I think he's got. Yeah, if they, if I think he's do nothing if if they cut him. I mean, he won't he won't count against the cap uh, for the Eagles if he's cut. That that's what I ran into it. But I'm telling you guys, I mean, it was like one. Uh, one guy would report something, and then and you know Ian Rappaport would say this, and Schefter would come back and say the, the exact opposite. So un, until that's all finalized and everything goes down, I have no clue what the hell's going on with that. But it's kind of interesting when every, the talk was all, you know, Chip Kelly's going to do anything to get Marcus Mariota, and he goes and re-signs Mark Sanchez, which I don't think was expected, and then he no, goes and trades for Sam Bradford. Hmm. That's what leads me. The thing is, is the combination of the re-signing for a two-year contract of Mark Sanchez and the addition of Sam Bradford kind of leads me to believe that there might be some legs to this trading to the Titans thing because there's not going to be room on staff for three quarterbacks. I, I guess. I mean, maybe that's what this is all building up to because to this point, everybody's like, well, what is Chip Kelly doing? Like, what's yeah. he doing? He's, he's not trade- showing his hand yet. Yeah, he trades away McCoy. He trades away Foles. He, and uh, he lets Macklin go, so you got you got to wonder like, what is this all building to? What what are we doing here? Well, according and, to Stephen A. Smith, it's all race based. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so you know right. if, you know if you guys draft Mariota, number one, he's not going after Winston. 
Oh, that's. I think that would be. I'm I kidding. think that'd be kind of funny. I'm actually, kidding. that'd no, be the ultimate. Not, okay. That'd be the ultimate troll. We're not, it would gonna, be. we're not even gonna entertain this whole racist thing, right? No, I, no that's it's why stupid. It's, it's asinine. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Riley Cooper's still on the team, and Deshaun Jackson isn't. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying, man. Shut up, Steven. He's clearly. <laughs> how many? How many white quarterbacks did Chip Kelly have when he was at Oregon? I don't think he had. I don't think he had any. Was What's he there with uh, Chad Pennington? No, was no, 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 no. no, not Chad Pennington. Before Mariota, Dennis Dixon or something, and then one guy ended up going to the Steelers. I want to say it was Dixon. Might have been Dixon was on. The I'm not sure. Side. I'm not. I'm not good at my college. Is not my forte. Matt Forte. Matt forte. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Suck it, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That the whole thing's that's absolutely absurd to, for him to say that. I don't know. It, it's it's ESPN. They're just trying to get people to watch and talk about him. And I love it. I love it how he goes. Uh, the Thompson guy from ESPN he goes like, "Yeah, you know, I, there's people walking around Philadelphia." Well, all right, screw it. There's brothers walking downtown Philadelphia. I'm like, really? You flew out to fucking Philadelphia, and people are just coming up to you going. Man, what's up with Chip Kelly? Really? They're coming up to you saying that shit? Really? How would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I hate that guy. Everybody hates that guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's generally agreed upon that they took they took Stephen A. Smith and they took, uh, what's the other guy? Skip Bayless. Put Skip him on the Bayless. same show because everybody hates him. They're like, this is great TV. And then I love how they throw in the the girl as like the third, like, all right, I'll, I'll just get in between them. But yeah. you know, oh, you mean champion. The one who can't get a word in edgewise is just like, I, well, I, uh, uh, uh. it's terrible. The one with the fake name. That's like one of the most yeah. terrible shows ever. Who watches that shit? I don't know. I don't. I'll tell you, like <laughs> kids that are like uh, high school kids and stupid people. I'm sorry if you actually watch it. I, I apologize. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I haven't watched ESPN. I don't only watch ESPN if there's actually a football game on. I, I that's, that's it. Yeah, that's. I'll never intentionally turn to ESPN. Nick, I, I know you, you're you're uh, you're a Sports Center watcher. You don't have to hide that. I mean, that's, no, that's well, I used to. I, I honestly, um, it was it was the big uh, it was like the big thing that I, I would rip on the four letter network here, and I would go home and my preset turned the cable box on channel was Sports Center, and I like Sports Center though. I mean, that's that, it's it, entertaining. I feel like it's just, in my opinion, it's the news. It might be Fox News. But it is sports. That's news. very good comparison. Yeah, it's, it's Fox News for sports. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna sensationalize anything. It's but a, they're on all the time. And if I'm bored and I want to watch sports, I'm, I might turn that on. Well, you know, it, it's good for like when baseball season yeah. comes oh, yeah. up because it's like okay, when it's football, I'm watching. You know, I'm watching all the yeah. games on Sunday, once on Monday. For baseball, it's just like it, it's constant. It's just like this ever mm-hmm. omnipresent thing that baseball is. You can't keep up with all of it. So that's when I really like to watch Sports Center and go, okay, oh, well, okay, Cardinals do, and Brewers, okay. They have the name thing that they get to bring in, and, and they, they pull some people that you, you'd like to see. So I don't think it's so much that we like their programming as much as we like what they can go get because of what they have to offer. Like right. going around touring all the, the, the spring training sites, and they have two a day, and you get to interview the manager and the best player, and then, like, that's kind of cool. I like that aspect of it, but yeah. I also have a secret spot in my heart for how much I hate them for hockey because their expert, their so-called quote-unquote expert, is Barry Melrose, and fuck that guy. I just well, that just shows you how much how yeah how little, little they, they care. care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get Barry Melrose, whatever. <laughs> We're fine. Here comes cheap. He coached Gretzky, okay. He's I think he knows a thing or two about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> just put him on the air. We'll see. Kyle, can you scroll down? I want to see the signings prior. Sure. To We're insane. looking at. Um, W or the reddit.com thread on RNFL uh, that that kind of says all the free agent signings 
Look at all those Buccaneers. I know. Yeah, Th- that's the thing with the Bucks. We just signed. We signed. We just re-signed everybody. Larry English. We re-signed. Like why? That was actually kind of a surprise. I mean, and again, it's not a lock he's going to make the opening day roster, but you know, more of I think a rotational pass rusher. Um, try to add some depth, but we'll see who they add in in free agency and and via the draft. I think it's a, possibly a position they might go in the second round if there's a guy there. So I, w- I wonder if you could talk about this this because a, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the more educated followers or people that I follow are are generally generally have the opinion that look we shouldn't be trying to win free agency again we shouldn't be trying to go out there and grab the big name guys every time because that hasn't worked for us in the past couple of years, but there's 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 a substantial amount of fans who are out there like what are we doing why aren't we getting things we want the <laughs> we, new toys we finished two and fourteen yeah. we need stuff I have something I want to say to this but I'll, I'm gonna, I want Chris to go first yeah it. People have been just going nuts, and they still are. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Twitter right now, and people are, you know, the Bucks haven't done anything today. Can I curse on your podcast? Oh, absolutely. Fuck yes. Okay, thank you. The, the Bucks haven't done shit. So, you know, we're waiting for all this. Why aren't we signing DeMarco Murray? Why didn't we get Indomitian Sue? Why didn't we get Reggie Cobb? I'm like, or Mike Ayupati, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah, uh, the guy for the, the Bills. Ayupati. Ayupati. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a trend, and I'm not saying Sue's not going to be a good player in Miami, but he's just it wasn't a need here in Tampa, and you're not going to lock up another $100 million defensive tackle when you already have one playing the same freaking technique in, in Gerald McCoy. Exactly. That drives me, that drives me fucking bonkers. Exactly. Uh, you, I, I think free agency is a way to supplement your team and maybe build some depth and add some starters, potentially, to some positions. Uh, if need be, but you build your team through the draft and the way to do it correctly is you develop those players then you keep those players around. Now, if one or two get away because they want to go and chase the money, then then so be it. Uh, the, the the Bucks were big last year in going out and saying, okay, I'm getting this guy, Anthony Collins, who's unproven as a starter. They didn't bring him in with like a, you know, a very minimal contract. They gave him a lot of money. Yeah. The same thing with Michael Johnson. They go out and say, oh, this is going to be the next Simeon Rice and they give him a lot of money. So you see these teams like the Jaguars, and I'm telling you now, two, three years down the road, the fact that they go out and give Julius Thomas ridiculous money, That's I wouldn't a- be surprised if two years down the road they're going to be like, fuck this guy. Like, he's not yeah. doing shit. He's not, he's not living up to his contract. I don't have Peyton Manning thrown to him. I've got fucking Blake Bortles. Um, yeah, I, exactly. I, great point, yeah. You don't need to make this huge splash. Now, I get going out and, you know, a guy like DeMarco Murray – He's not high on my list. He's a guy that had like what 371 carries or something last season. I, I think he's he's definitely in for a slowdown this year. Yeah, he was a product of their offensive line. Absolutely. I think it's smart to not go out and just come. Oh, I got to sign this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Uh, like the Bucks did last year, it seemed like, and not only signing those guys, but giving them way more money Massive in my contract. opinion than what they're worth. So if you go out and get these guys like a Bruce, like a Bruce Carter, a linebacker who's coming to visit. Uh, and have him play middle linebacker. They're not going to be paying him eight, nine million a year to do that. They're not going Nor out and they. signing the, the top guy at their position. One of my gripes with the Bucks has been over the last couple of years, and this is what Mark Dominic seemed to do year after year after year. He was building a top-heavy roster. Mm-hmm. So you've got the likes of Vincent Jackson, say if he's the he was the best player, or a Darrell Revis, or and, you know Gerald McCoy are the guys that they drafted in. But from a free agency standpoint, he tried to always go out and get that top guy at that position. And then you look at it, there weren't a lot of guys in the middle. And then you had a lot of guys who just really were, were poor football players. Yeah, we had a thin veneer of starting stars. And then the, uh, and, and, yeah, absolutely. The and I think that 
Lovey and Jason Light kind of followed that trend last year, what we were doing. Uh, and this year, maybe they're doing it a little bit different. They're not going to go out and sign the guy who's ranked as the number one guard, even though that's a huge position to need. They're going to get that guy who's maybe third or fourth down the list. They're not going to have to pay him as much. He's younger. He's more versatile. Like I mentioned, like Steven Wisniewski uh, from, from the Raiders. And I, I think that's the right way to do it. I, you know, I understand these teams go out and make these big splashes and, and overpay sometimes for guys, in my opinion, like Julius Thomas is going to completely kill the Jaguars. Yeah, I could be wrong with that, but I, I 100% that, agree. Yeah, I think that's the proper approach to free agency. And people are really, like you guys said, they're going nuts right now. Like, why aren't we signing anyone? What the fuck are we doing? Because we're like, impatient. As fans, as fans as a whole, not even just the Bucks, but as fans as a whole, we are impatient. We don't. We want the NFL to have a year-round system, and we want to know why it's not working. And where's my big splash plays? And to, I mean, to simp- to oversimplify, you know what it is? Is like when you go to your friend's house and like you're like, what is that? And you're like, oh, this is. This, this is the new Xbox One. I got the thing, and they're like, "Oh, I want that!" Like, I and then like, "Mom, come get me!" And like, meanwhile, mom's over here pulling twenty thousand dollars a year, and she's like, "Uh, well, fine." And then you're fucked for the rest. Of it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I think, I think what free what free agency works for are teams like the the uh, the Seahawks who who went out and traded for Jimmy Graham. I mean, I guess that's not. A, I guess you wouldn't say that that's a free agent move, free agency move. But I mean, well, they gave up their starting center. It works for for the uh, what was it ninety nine two thousand Buccaneers where you go out and sign a Simeon Rice from from the Arizona Cardinals and then he, you're able to plug him into an already great defense or an already good defense to just make it that much better. Like when you're going to supplement big name guys to for to to play with guy to play in a system that's already doing well. To, to supplement them into that, right? You can't you can't use free agency to like fill your holes in. You you have to use it as to build upon the foundation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I mean it's perfect. Going back to the the Buccaneers and when they won the Super Bowl, that that team was built via the draft. So the likes yep. of oh, yeah. uh, right. John Lynch and and Allstott and and Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks and Rondé. I mean you can go the list goes on and on. And then you add these key free free agents. And specifically, when Groot came in, they did it on the offensive side of the ball, going out and getting like uh, Joe Jervicious, Keenan McCardle, Ken Dilger, Ricky Dudley, those type of guys, Brad Johnson, those guys who were brought in and just added to what was already there, which is exactly what you said was the foundation. The problem with the Bucks is they have not built that foundation via the draft. And you look at the, the draft class that, that we brought in four years ago, whose all their contracts are expiring. And I think right now, if, if I'm correct, the only guy who we brought back was Luke Stocker. Yeah. The guys like Adrian Claiborne, Mason Foster, Daquan Bowers. There's your first three picks right there in that draft are all gone. They're not, buck, they're not bucks anymore. That's not, that's not the right formula to, bid, to building a winning football team is you've got to draft the right guys, develop them, and keep them. And the Bucks haven't done that for be years. Be patient. Yes, exactly. Patient. Not, not only keep them, but keep them in the same system that they were drafted to play in yes. under the same head coach. We go and fire a new head or you know, mm-hmm. we we all this head coaching this rotational rotation. like coaching bullshit. It's and just then, there's no consistency. Yeah, people after this year calling for Lovey Smith's head, I said, Okay, I get why you're saying that, but listen, we gotta we gotta give someone a chance. Like we gotta let somebody p- build their system up. Yeah. Right. It's you know, you, you, you look at two teams in the same city and it, it's just amazing to me that there's people still screaming at free agency. Did you guys learn nothing from the 2008 Rays? Right. And and the run that we had afterwards that none of those are free agents. Yeah. None of them. Those are guys coming in that that that, that we drafted that built, we built up through the farm system. Look at what the Packers did in free agency. They they go out and they sign Randall Cobb and then they re-sign their their uh their right. pro Bowl guard. Yeah. Was a guard. Beluga or whatever his name is. Beluga. Beluga. Yeah. yeah. 
And those are both guys that they drafted and that they just want to keep in house because they know they have a good team. And right. maybe maybe they go out and add a, a supplemental guy that 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 can kind of plug in a hole. But you said it right there, a guy, not a team, right? <laughs> not five <laughs> guys that they're going to be holding five jerseys up and say, look at what we did. We fixed it. Yeah, it, it's like you need to draft well. You need to draft well for about three years straight, three, four years. Save your fucking money. And use that money that you would have spent in free agency to re-sign your guys, well, period. The, because if you're working, they will take a pay cut to work with you and work in your city. Not to mention, the draft is cost-effective now. Like, ever since the restructuring, yeah. it, it, you, you can get a guy for the first three years of his career, or for his career. For 900000 for, for, Yeah, for, I mean, what's Wilson making right now? He's still in a He's still 850000 a year? Yeah. So, Okay, and I mean, <laughs> we're, we we have sort of we're, we we have the building blocks sort of in place with we have a we have a first round pick that's done well in his first year with Mike Evans. No. We have Austin Ferry and Jenkins who kind of underperformed for his I guess his draft status, but he's still he's still got a high ceiling. Very much so. Um, he got a big field. I mean that that's the thing with him. He can't be hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we still got Doug Martin who I I'm I'm I've sort of I I, I play draft bus status like a game of horse. So I say that that Doug Martin has earned at least three letters in the in the actual word of bust. But Jerome McCoy also earned three letters in my book, and he completely turned it around. So I'm willing. I'm I'm still willing to give Doug Martin a chance and say that he's he could be the guy, the, definitely the guy. So it could be the blocks are there. We just got to continue to build off of it and and start winning games and start having players trust and believe in the system and start to win some goddamn games. Yeah, it's interesting because I would go back and I look at the signings from last year, and a bunch of these guys were signed to be the starters. And Clint McDonald signed that first day of free agency. I think he's a solid guy to play next to Gerald McCoy. I agree. Mike, Michael Johnson got that big contract. Sorry, guys, the phone's ringing in the background. It's all good. Um, Michael Johnson got that big contract and hasn't lived up to it, but he was signed to be a starter. Uh, out, uh, Brandon Myers was signed to be the starting tight end. Yeah, I think he's kind of yeah, uh, mm, you know yeah. not not a, a big uh, a big name there a guy who's put up a lot of numbers or will put up a lot of numbers Altron Werner I think uh was questionable at first I think he's he's going to turn it around and then Josh McCown and Anthony Collins and Evan Dedrick Smith so they were going out and signing starter 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 I think what you're going to see this year in free agency is maybe plug in three or four starters on both sides of the ball but then add some guys too that can rotate in absolutely uh, help, yeah. and then supplement that with the draft that's, so, that's the perfect way to do it. Do you think that's maybe the approach where we haven't seen a, a, a Bucks flash across the, the, the bottom the bottom scroller yet? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you guys see the Revis news that just broke? Oh, no. Did j literally just now? Yeah, to the Jets. You guys got the breaking news. Good on for him. Podcast. Revis back to the Jets. How much? I don't see a contract it's yet. It's got to be 20 He was million. asking us about so he's. They said he had, his agents reported that he had a contract on the table for $40 million. Dude, that dude is so oh smart, man. He's so smart. It's, I mean, if he's, he, if you're that good and you just want to make the most amount of he's money, a merc. A, he's, yeah. a, he's a merc. He's a I'm okay with him being a merc. Yeah, I would, I would have been glad to have paid him even on our sucky Bucks team. I, I, I loved Revis when he was here, and yeah. he didn't do, do like he didn't like put up like great numbers for you though. No. He wasn't healthy the first half he, of the year for yeah. us. He was still, he was still, he was still better than everything exactly. else. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care if we were terrible. I would have been like, we still have Revis. Damn it. He's still here. Looks like upwards upwards of forty million guaranteed God, is what Jesus. Jeff is saying. Good for him, yeah. man. Get, get your guaranteed. money. 
I'm, I'm never, I, I will never have a problem with an NFL player getting their money. Just get your money, man, because it's it, it doesn't last forever. You're out of the game by the by the time you're. And as soon as you're out of the game, they don't care about before you before you're forty. Yeah, and, and if you're not going in to the NFL Network, and if you're not going to be a broadcaster, then nobody cares about you. So yeah, dude, get your money. Yeah, good and for the thing him. About it, the Reeves, why he doesn't put up the big numbers is they don't fucking throw at. They him. don't throw him. No, yeah, they're scared of him. Yeah, the number two cornerback on every team he's on is just like, oh shit, Reeves is leaving. God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's not going to get a Super Bowl this year. I mean, at, least, at least I can revel in that. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Those well, commercials last year were like, why not us? Why not? You remember those ones? I think so, yeah. And then fucking like Russell Wilson comes on, because you got to go through me. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Do you guys ever see that that Bucks Fever commercial that they played? With oh, Lo- yeah. Uh, Lovey Smith's in a doctor's office. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is some cheesy bullshit. A, the, the doctor's like... Um, yeah, I got Bucks Fever, all right. Uh, yeah, and he's just like... Um, I'm afraid to tell you it's Bucks fever. And they flash to Lovey Smith and he's like, is it contagious? And they flash back to the doctor and the doctor's got like face paint on. And he's like, I'm afraid so. No, yeah. that's, that's Buccaneer AIDS, man. No, nah, man. Bucks fever, man. I, I was, I saw Raymond James stadium in, in December and it was all green. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That fell in his face. It's, it's fine. <sighs> Mercy to Bucks Fever. My point with that was, did you guys know that that actually won an advertising award? No what? way. What? Commercial. Yeah. yeah. Good, for, good for them. Well, at least we're winning at something. How did they beat the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's a better joke, Kyle. Yeah, okay. Maybe we should start going to Nick's school of joke telling. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did they beat the Bulls, man? The Bulls got the best ad campaign out there. Oh, well, beat the back. Thunder? That's awesome. Be the Thunder. That yeah. is the best fucking slogan I've ever heard. Yeah. Beat the Thunder is good. How much did they pay for that lightning creator thing in, in the, the Tesla in, coils? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. No, wait, what? Uh, there's an actual number attached. I think it was like 15 million he, he put into that for renovations. Mm-hmm. I believe it was. But that also went into that big ass Jumbotron that we have now. The Jumbotron, the, the organ or the, the false organ. <laughs> I know it just lights up. That's yeah, yeah. That was the first time. Like we went to the we went to the lightning game uh, Saturday, all of us, and we sat. That was the first time I sat near the organ, and you can walk under the organ. I'm like, oh, there's there's literally this nothing isn't an organ. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's, I don't know why I didn't think of that before. I was like, I thought like this is an actual pipe organ, but no, it's just like yeah. A, you imagine the light, the Tempe Lightning have the world's largest pipe organ. <laughs> they they take out like a good five thousand seats so they can fit the pipes in, like in a room or something. They like take out a whole club section. It's like, yeah, like this guys, was a bad net. this was a bad investment. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> we did it for authenticity, okay? <laughs> Vinick is as an important man and he just... Do you guys still have those two guys who play the Vuvuzelas like all the friggin' time? We got we have them at the Rays. I know that much. Yeah, I don't I, I haven't heard of Vuvuzela in a long time out of There probably. were two guys and I went to a couple games last year. There were two guys who were in uh so behind the net on the visitor shoot twice side up in the what is it the 200 section now or something. Yeah. Uh, with the v- with the Vuzel is basically like every song that you guys would play before you drop the puck. We're just d- doing it over and over again, like a father and son do. And I was like, oh my gosh, shut the hell up! It was fucking annoying. No, now now we have the Sticks of Fire up in section three hundred seven who yeah. do soccer songs. Oh yeah, but my my question on that lightning generator thing, whatever it's called, is that I'm assuming they invested more money in that than they've put into any type of scoreboard technology or video screen at Raymond James Stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much For so. sure. <laughs> God, we were talking about this on the way to the game, but like, it's it's like, yeah, Raymond James Stadium is an awesome stadium in 1998. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Y2K, right? like, 
tits. I call it the uh, cement jungle. I mean, it's just it's, it's just cement. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's kind of there's no there's no character to it. It's just oh. we have a pirate ship, it's and like that's a about it. Yeah, it well, is like a castle. It's very much like a castle. If you got, I, I understand. If you go into to an indoor game, or go to a baseball game, you want to get a hot dog, or go, you know, go to a hockey game, drink cold beer, and grab some, you know, pulled pork sandwich or whatever that you know that that, that it is. Oh, when fuck, I go to now. an outdoor football game, <laughs> I'm not really thinking about eating. Yeah. So all this money that gets dropped into year after year, well, we changed out our vendor again for food, and now we've improved the concessions. I'm like, I don't really give a shit if it's cold beer, and I'm watching football. That's really can, all I need. How you... about you put a fucking screen up? That's better than what I'm watching at home. And, and make me want to come to the games. Come out the games. Yeah. Get, yeah. Like, instead, yeah. Of, instead of that shitty little scoreboard that's on the side that tells you like out of town scores, make that like an HD, like a, a small HD board that tells you fantasy football stats. It gives you everything you want to know. And, and we can watch the replays on and it. And you can watch the little replays on it. And then like upgrade those big Dude. boards. And like it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a good experience. Like it's, it's already a pain. In, it's like the biggest pain in the ass to get to and park at, and, and it's the most expensive ticket to, to buy. And, and and actually, the the parking is the most expensive. When I go to a Rays or a Lightning game, it's in and out. Tickets are cheap. I'm good. I'll always, uh, you know, I I we, never have a, an issue with doing that. We talked about that on the way to the Lightning game about like, oh, we hit traffic and I, I was driving the vehicle. I was like, oh, this is we're gonna be in this forever, and it just it went away. It wasn't there for very long, yeah. and then all of a sudden we were parked. When it's a Bucks game, it's like, well, I don't know. Even if like free, t- if someone if someone offers me free tickets, I'm like, you have to consider. I have to consider it because I have a I have an HD TV. I can watch it at home. I got beer. I got air conditioning and it's a like, bathroom. Yeah, it's like, oh, do I want to be stuck in traffic for an hour in? An hour going out? Do I want to sit in that shitty state or not the sh- not a sh- Shitty stadium, but do I want to sit in that stadium where it's hot and, and just, it's September? And it's oh September, my God! And watch, just watch a Bucks game, and you know, kind of have. I'm not saying I need constant outside simulation, but I, I kind of want to know what's going on with my fantasy football team. I want to know what's going on with this. I want to see out of town score scores. Like I'm interested. I'm an NFL fan, and I'm a Bucks fan, so I want to know what's up. And <laughs> the Buccaneers do a terrible job at that. Now their fan experience is lacking, to say the least. It really is. I mean, you got, and I understand the hype and of the excitement of having the first pick, and that's Jameis Winston and getting all the FSU fans excited who are Bucks fans and Woo. selling tickets if they start winning football games. But the number one thing that the other Tampa Bay franchises have, in my opinion, over the Bucks and have for many years is the game day experience for the fans. Yeah. And the Lightning do it better than a lot of franchises that I've seen all over the U.S. That's it's just know. a great freaking experience. And yeah. I don't know who the hell is in charge with, with the Lightning that needs to come and coach the Buccaneers about improving their game day experience. But I'm telling you what, you could sell more tickets, not only by not having to win football games, but just improving the game day experience. Because it's it, 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 That's it's like an easy fix or an obvious fix, I should say. So yeah. you're saying they should put Tesla coils in Raymond James Stadium? That'd be oh, fucking yeah. awesome, yeah. actually. Holy shit, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah an open-air stadium. <laughs> no, <laughs> in the lightning capital of the world, we're going to have Tesla coils. An, that sounds great. An actual <laughs> cannon. <laughs> Real fucking cannons. Yeah. Like, shoot cannonballs out of the scoreboard at opposing fans. Fuck it, let's just get real pirates. Yeah, no. We'll go down to Somalia. We'll rent a few. Shooting out opposing, opposing players. You know, take Drew Brees out for the game. Right Should have been, been school. <laughs> um okay we need to take a break uh chris do you want to do you want to stick around for the second half or uh, yeah sure why not man okay so we'll take a quick break we'll do a little uh advertising and then we will come back with the second half where we will be reintroducing an old segment we're going to bring it back 
after this. We love it. You love it. Well, we don't know if you love it, but we'll bring it back anyways. It's called The Word. Hey, guys. uh, We're going to try a little something different here because if you heard in the beginning of the podcast, we have a new sponsor. It's uh, audible.com. www.audibletrial.com slash shark. So basically what it is is you go there and you sign up for a free trial, a uh, 30-day free trial, and you get a free audio book. And Yeah, really, that's it. Uh, if, if you are listening to this on the way to work, to and from work or something like that, it's just as easy for you to go to audible.com and download an audiobook and listen to that. And, um, yeah, guys, help me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm drowning here. Like, well, Hey, audible.com. Well, if you took a breath, I could fucking help you. <laughs> no, I, uh, I just downloaded when pride still mattered. It's a uh, personal biography of Vince Lombardi, uh, written by David Marinus. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to know more about the great? But what's great about it is that I actually consider it audible as like almost like the Netflix of audiobooks. I completely agree. It's really cool because you just pay a flat fee every month and then you get so many credits and you can buy a 150-page book or you can buy Game of Thrones book number three, which is well over a thousand. Jesus it's going to cost you the same amount of money. So mm-hmm. it's just one flat fee. You can set up your own personal plan and they have over 150,000 titles that you can throw in your iPod. Your Android, your MP3 player, it's great. So when you're not listening to Word of the Bay, you can listen to your new book. Cool. Guys, again, that, that uh, address is www.audibletrial.com slash shark. Uh, so go there, and if you uh, sign up uh, under that, uh, it'll help us out tremendously, and you will get a 30-day free trial. It's win-win. So go ahead and do it. 30-day so. free and a free book. I mean, come on. Yeah. You can't lose. What more do you want? Just go do it. Go do it right now. Pause this podcast and go do it. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll be here. Are wait back? for you, brother. Wait. No, please don't go. Hold on. Okay. And then one more thing. We're going to do this in lieu of actual, not those little, holy fucking shit, the shark trapper in the whole studio. The whole <laughs> um, uh, www.patreon.com. And actually what it is is you can go to www.sharkdropper.com and if you're a fan of any of our other podcasts such as the Horror Play podcast or Doppel Avenue Hurt as you should be as you should be or Top 5 or the upcoming Snubbed podcast we got a horror podcast called Paralyzed uh, what Patreon is is it's sort of like a um, a Kickstarter deal uh, in that you you donate to us based on what we produce the content that we produce so if you if you like what we produce, I encourage you to go to sharkdropper.com. There's a button that's right next to the home button. It's, it says Patreon. Go there, click on that. You can donate to our cause, or don't. You know, we're I. I it's, to me, it's not really donating because you, we give you stuff in return. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, you can you can donate as little as a dollar, or a I dollar. think our, our max donation with a reward is up to two hundred dollars. And obviously, the more that you donate to us, the more that we give back to you. So I know that right off the top of my head, you donate a buck. Hey, we're gonna say we're gonna say a personal thank you to you on our podcast of your choice. Not one of the fictional ones, but one of the non-fictional ones. Uh, the biggest one that we have is for two hundred. For two hundred dollars, uh, you get to if you have your own recording devices at home, you can literally be on one of our fictional podcasts, voicing character. Uh, that's Doppel Avenue Hurt or Paralyzed or Cop Doctors. We have a couple of things coming up, so you can actually be heard by thousands of people via our podcasts. Yeah, become legitimate. Yeah, so again, that's uh, sharktrapper.com. 
Uh, right next to the home button, there's a button that says Patreon that will take you to our Patreon page. Uh, and you can learn more, learn more about it there. So. Yeah, and it's n- it's not like it's going up our nose or anything. Uh, we're spending the money on soundproofing, new equipment, hosting fees. Yeah, it's we we can promise at this point or this stage of it, this is all to improve the podcast. Yes, exactly. In all way, shape, and matter. So go donate. Thank you. Thank you. All right, welcome everybody to back to the word segment. The bird is, of course, the word, as you heard in the song. Gotta love that bird. I know. So who wants to go first? Um, I have I have a baseball one. Okay, well, I have a football one, so I know that we were talking about football, so it's probably an easy. I'll do mine. Yeah. Mine's mine's the lamest. Mine's mine's by far the lamest. It's 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 like a stupid bullshit thing that like only would affect me because it's you know it's me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, great lead in, Kyle. I'm, I know. I'm enthralled. So, I have some confidence in your <laughs> So mon- Monday, Monday, the the you know how the teams will tweet out their their lineups for the day for the day. So so Monday, the the Rays tweet out their their lineup against the Yankees, and they said the the wording that they used was today in Yankee Land, you know at Yankees, and they tweeted the lineup. And I'm like, wait 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 a minute, Yankee Land? That's you mean Tampa? You mean t- you like Tampa? We're fucking Tampa namesake. Bay Rays. Yeah. yeah, our namesake. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you make like a fucking joke or say something that, to the effect of like, you know, d- something? But like, why say fucking Yankee Land? There was an opportunity miss there. Not only there was an opportunity miss, but they refer like, show me another team that refers to the you know that that refers to their hometown by their division rivals' names like that. Fucking rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? Honestly. A little bit of a, a lack of, I mean, maybe not, maybe not pride, but seems like we didn't take the opportunity to expertly puff our chest out. And be yeah, like, I, yeah, welcome to our backyard. You're not gonna, you're not gonna hear that from like the Blue Jays or the fucking Orioles. Like, oh, here in uh, the Orange Bird Land, or yeah, exactly. I doubt you'd hear it in um, for the Diamondbacks with the Cactus League. I don't think any of those teams being in Arizona would get that kind of ho- welcome home welcoming. No, they could have said something to the effect of like what you said: oh, "We're going to our own backyard to play the Yankees" or something yeah. like that. We got a home at home or something like that. Yeah, that yeah. would have been great. But don't say Yankee Land because you're talking about. Tampa. That's you're the Tampa Bay Rays. Fuck, man. That I don't know. That really pissed me off. <laughs> Fair enough. But speaking speaking of the Rays, man, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's looking good. Oh well, f- lineup wise, f- five games in. Yeah, yeah it's fucking preseason, five, that's, dude. I understand. I understand. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Okay, it's not fine. Okay, good. fine. Okay, yeah, fine. we're not going to entertain that I'm gonna, exercise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull an Aaron Rodgers I won't here. Do <laughs> R E L A X. Relax. Okay. If you want to, if you want to see dark and stormy clouds, just talk to me in May, not not March. Fine. All right. Fine. Well, that was my word. Yankee what was Land. Yankee Land? Was Yankee my Land word. was a word. Okay. okay. Can uh, I jump in on guys? Yeah. Segment? Yeah. Please, please do. So I, I kind of base this too, and about relax and tell Bucks fans to relax. The Frankie song, I was thinking about this because I used like the T-shirt that uh, Ross from Friends, like uh, he wore, Frankie says, relax. I know this might be like, I don't know, you guys' age, but way before you oh, guys. Oh, no, yeah. But relax, don't do it. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Yeah, and they had the, they had the shirts that said, Frankie okay. says, relax. I, ha- I had one of those shirts when I was a kid. 
is that song about masturbation or is that song about premature ejaculation? I, I, I'm going through the lyrics and I'm singing it in my head. I'm like, relax, don't do it when you want to come. Like, why can't it what be is both? The hell talking about. Well, if you have if you have a problem with premature ejaculation while masturbating, that's a rough well, rough no, draw. He has a point. No, no, no. He has a point because here's the thing. Like, I've never had to like I've never had to like relax to fucking masturbate. Like, it's always like you know I can just bang it out anytime I want. So yeah, you stick like, bottle rockets in your ass. Like, come on, bitch, you yeah. fucking nun. So Frankie's Whoa. having a problem. He's he's clearly having a problem. He's like, okay, relax. He's talking to this is. Do you think this song's like a, a, just an ode to himself? Like, okay, Frankie, you can do this. Relax. <laughs> does say, he does say, but shoot it in the right direction. Oh, God. That's awesome. Make, make, making it your intention. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Did you really, really have to Wait, hold on. I yeah, look, now I want to look up the lyrics. Hold on a second. Get, <laughs> Not the derail. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you guys would tangent on the podcast. It, oh, get oh, it up we, that's right up our alley. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> like, you have no idea. <laughs> Sports podcast? Yeah, we'll go this way. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. Yep. Shoot it in the right direction. Make it yours. Get it up. Make it your intention. Oh, yeah. Live those dreams. Scheme those schemes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Got to yeah. hit me. Hit me. Okay. Hit uh, me with those laser beams. <laughs> third stance from the, from the bottom is the best one I've ever seen. Get it up. The scene of love. Oh, feel it. Relax. Higher, higher. Hey, pray. <laughs> Get it up. The scene of love. What the fuck is this? That's an ode to pull and pray. That's fucking awesome. But he does say, when you want to suck to it. Wait, where? Oh, yeah, that's right. Where is it? Now, how does how does this make you feel that when you know that George Michael is gay? Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's about sucking dick in it. <laughs> what, he's black? Glory, no, in a glory oh, hole. No, okay. Something. Something. Anyway. Jonathan, what's your word? My word is corn. Corn, as in cornhole, as at, a, the glo- <laughs> at, the, at the glory hole, as in corn cob, you motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> and corn cob, Randall Cobb, yeah, signed back with the Packers. Yeah, I was sweating on this one. I was, I was seriously fucking tense on this one. So, uh, for those that don't know, Jonathan's a huge Packers fan, and we're sitting in Mellow Mushroom on Saturday. I got to break that news to you. I'm and Nick, oh. Nick says Randall Cobb five. What was it? Uh, it was uh, four year, forty million. And in the middle of Mellow Mushroom, Jonathan's like. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I had a few. I had a few beers with too. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was fantastic. I was freaking out, but no, th- this is one that I was sweating. And what's interesting, you find somebody resigns with their fucking team. Whatever. What makes this one interesting is that he had seven or eight, according to sources, seven or eight other teams approach him with a higher deal than what the Packers offered him. What is and and then you see the interview afterwards, the one on one with Cobb, and he's like, "I'm just, I'm here to win championships," and that was all my that was my goal from the very start. And he said, "I was looking for at least nine million a year. Packers gave me ten, and I can win championships here, and I love it. And everybody, I'm staying here." It makes complete sense. Uh, and I remember uh, when it was Schefter tweeting said, "This might reshape the wide receiver market Do because think- he drove the value down yeah, on the position." Cheap. Okay, apples and oranges here. Complete apples and oranges. But do you think like if the if the Detroit Lions were the kind of uh, uh, perennial competitor that the Packers are, do you think a Dominican Sue would have gave them a deal to resign with them? No, I don't think because they wanted I feel, him there. I feel I feel like he went for the money. I mean, oh, why would you fucking go to Miami? 
Yeah, really. <laughs> no, you, you know why he was looking for money because he signed what your or you saw what your defensive tackle got exactly, and he goes, "Oh shit, I'm better than that guy. I can I can get that money." That's why I thought it was so absurd that people are like, "Well, we need to go out and sign Sue. Can you imagine how unstoppable we'll be?" I'm thinking, <laughs> you need an offensive line too, yeah. dude. <laughs> we need a hell of a lot more than two, three technique defensive tackle or yeah, defensive tackles. Yeah, Kyle was asking, like, what are we going to do, rotate him? We're not going to rotate him. We're not yeah. going to rotate Gerald McCoy either. Well, not only that, but, like, you know Sue wants more money than Gerald McCoy. He, like, that's, like, just because. That's the first thing his agent brings up in a negotiation. Be like, okay, Gerald McCoy's making this much. I, my guy's a bigger name than him. I want more money. So if the Bucks sign him and Gerald McCoy's like, well, fuck, they obviously think he's more valuable than I am. So, like, what, is that, what kind of message does that send to him? Well, not even, you want to talk about a message. Okay, you, let's say you do sign in Dominican Sue and you draft Jameis Winston. It's like, what are you? How many, how many fucking scumbags can you get on one fucking team? Oh, allegedly. Oh, sorry. Allegedly. Sorry, hey, we, sorry. He's, a, he's a great I don't think, talent. I don't think in Dominican Sue's allegedly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like Greg, why don't they just add Greg Hardy, too? Just, yeah, right? Just, yeah, we'll just throw it right up there. What do you okay? So what do you think of that? Um, do you, I, I know that um, like Greg real, Hardy was charged? Are we talking about Hardy or Winston? We're to, I guess a little bit of both. I mean, Hardy was charged, and I I I agree with all the criticism of that. And, and, and Hardy was charged in a unique system though, because in North Carolina, the judge like goes to the verdict, and then you have a right to trial by jury. Right. So he was tried, yes, but it was in a weird system that he was. But tried. I mean, with Winston, Chris, you're out, you're totally on board with Winston, right? <laughs> Define on board. Okay, well, you you. <laughs> yeah, that that's a loaded here's, here, <laughs> definition. Here's, here's my you version. You'll kill yourself if you draft them. This is my version of on board. Like I've like I've recently come to come to grips with the fact that we are likely going to draft him, and I've become somewhat okay with it, and, and that just. Life's gonna go on without me. Life's gonna be I'm, better I'm, with him. I'm never gonna not be a Bucks fan. We're gonna draft this guy, and I might as well just support my team, even if I don't. Just think, don't buy his jersey. Even yeah. if I don't think that he's morally the best guy, regardless of what anybody's opinion is. I I don't I don't know. Sap wasn't morally the best guy. Yeah. So I mean that's that's generally my opinion. I, I I've purposely avoided <clears throat> talking about the kid uh, on the podcast so far. One because it's it's early, but two. You get this hashtag FSU Twitter after your ass, and oh, my God, yeah. you say anything negative about this kid, and they just forget it. Your Twitter is going to explode. Yep. They come after you. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it where if you point out the fact that this kid uh, on the field has some decision-making, uh, some things, question questionable decisions from a decision-making standpoint as far as when he you know throws – all these picks, what it was 18 picks or something. It was. Yeah. Uh, And against tough defenses, he seemed to throw a lot and it was no, well, he has freshman receivers. doesn't matter. Those, those are irrelevant. You know, he, Andrew Luck throws interceptions. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. It's like, you can't bring up anything about the kid without people jumping down your throat. Uh, I don't see that with any other player. It just seems like, yeah, okay, you, you point out something about Mariota. If you say, oh, this kid, this this kid's a system quarterback, he's not going to be successful. Well, okay, you know, people Who's don't really not a system quarterback. So you need a system to succeed. Yeah, I, my deal with Winston is this: I don't agree with some of the things uh, morally, uh, but again. Uh, I haven't liked personally uh, some of the players that have been on Bucks teams in the past, um, I, and I think they might have been pieces of shit. Very good point. But I still root for the team. I don't have to root for the person individually. Nope. Uh, I, 
And it's harder, I think, when this guy, and I hate using the word face of your franchise. When you're the quarterback, I think that automatically gets put on you. But Gerald McCoy is the face of this franchise and will be uh, because he's still one of the best players in the NFL. Until and he's going to continue to be that. So I don't I don't crown this kid who's coming in number one overall as the face of the franchise. You have to earn that. Uh, I it, It's an interesting situation. I don't like some of the things that happened. Uh, I wasn't there. And I'm not talking about stealing crab legs because, you know, whatever. Uh, or shooting BB guns or, you know, screaming the whatever he said. Say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and it, I think it, it comes down to talking points. One side has this talking point and the other side has these talking points. Yes. And, you know, it, 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 it's getting ridiculous. No one knows except the individuals who were there that evening. So everyone's going to formulate their opinion based on what they know. And, and that's based on what they read. Right. And they, well, not only that, but their personal belief system as well. That, that also factors into it. So, I mean, when I think about it, I, 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 th- I have my own opinion that of him that I won't get into. But I mean, I, I've talked about it before. But yeah, I, I completely agree. And you don't have to. And like you said, Kyle, I've accepted the fact that 99% I'm 99% sure that that's the way that the Bucks are going to go. And I'm fine with that. I, I don't have to like the kid personally. Yeah, and yeah. I don't need people forcing stuff on me to say he's not really a bad kid. He goes and reads to kids. Well, if I'm a piece of shit. So and Ray Lewis. I, yeah, and, and, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I could throw something. You know, I go and I, I, I punch someone in the face uh, when I'm out at a club one night. But then the next day I go and I read, I read books to kids. Does that make me less of an asshole for what I did the night before versus what I did the next day. Publicly. How many Hail Marys did you say before you punched the guy in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because if, if Winston's exactly. religious, we might be talking about a completely different mm-hmm. animal here. You know what you reminded me of with FSU Twitter? It's like it's like when you got the guy that's clearly gay, but you're like, you're like dude, you're gay. He's like, no, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. You're gay. Like, you're the one who's loves his eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's like being in a relationship where... I like, know there's a problem. The but... guy, the guy's cheating. So what does he do? He goes and accuses his girlfriend of cheating. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's, there's, there's guys uh, who are, you know, not scouts of football teams, but are, are, are guys who watch a ton of film and are reputable and who put out these reports and say, look, here are the question marks with this kid. Here are the question marks with this player, with this player. It doesn't make a difference. The only one where it seems like there's Twitter attacks against that person who has that uh, opinion is the folks who are supportive of Jameis Winston. And it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Uh, and hence why I don't want to get involved in any. I, I don't like to tweet his name out. Uh, I, I don't like to say specific things about him because I just don't want my, my phone and my at my mentions and notifications, whatever it is, blowing up when you got all this all these people coming at you. Jameis Winston yeah. is plutonium. That Matt like you, Baker, whether that, you handle it or not, it's going to kill I was going to, to say you. that writer from. Matt Baker, man. That was, a, that was like a haunting story, man. I was like, whoa. Whoa, it's just it's like we talked about in the last one. It's Hansi, just sports. It's just sports, guys. Come <laughs> on, like I I'm not gonna like I, I I'm the biggest fan of what who Derek Brooks. But if someone said that Derek Brooks did this, and I, I'd say ah oh, that sucks. But I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and threaten his family and like I I, I really don't get that that whole aspect. Uh, yeah, of it. It, it, there's there's a line between passion and uh, crazy. Yeah, and I feel like and this is an FSU fan talking. I think we're stepping over the line a little bit. So, yeah, anyways, good for Cobb. <laughs> <Signing with> the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the so my word was corn. 
can I, I am I am jealous of the Packer franchise, and I, I'll, I'll go on record saying that I don't I don't really care. But the fact of you you know going from years of Brett Favre mm-hmm. um, to then when his his play was kind of declining, then you know handing it over to Aaron Rodgers, the fact that that they draft and that's what they do they right. build through the draft. They keep around the guys who they feel, uh, and, and guys want to come back and play. When you see when you see Randall Cobb coming back, when he could have got pro- probably a fifteen million dollar per year contract with the Raiders or whatever it would right. be, just ridiculous money. Uh, when you see guys like Brian Bulaga come back, when you know, he probably was using the Bucks as leverage to try to get a little bit more from the Packers, but he's you know that's a cornerstone right. of that offensive line. That's the type of franchise that is successful because of the fact that they're doing it the right way and Ted Thompson as a GM absolutely does it the right way uh, the Bucks need to get there and it's it, but again it all starts back to what we were saying guys is you've got to build through the draft and you have to develop those players you can't fire coaches every two years completely change systems because yeah. those guys are not going to fit what you're doing and then you're rebuilding and you're spending all this money in free agency this is what the Bucks have done since really the, the couple years after the Super Bowl, and it's just been a constant pattern, it doesn't work. Hey, Chris, we got a saying up here in Green Bay. It's called, uh, it goes a little something like this, in Ted we trust. Not, 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 but That's not it. just in Ted, but like I think I think a big reason for that is because of the way that the ownership is, is structured. And that and we got an owner it's here. owned by the goddamn, the people, the fans, own it. Right. So nobody's motivated by greed. Nobody's going out and buying a soccer team and and and, and dedicating money to that <laughs> while they should be dedicating to. That. Nobody's doing. There's none of that. It's all it's it's all motivated, 100 percent towards the team. And and no, yeah. I think I think you'll you'll always you're always going to see like growing up, in the 90s. I always knew that the Packers were going to be perennial contenders. Always, 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 always. You never question it. Like if they have a down year. They're not going to do it. It's not going to be two in a row. And I 100% believe that's why, because of the way that their ownership is, because they because the fans own the team. Every the, the Packers are every owner's worst nightmare, <laughs> yeah. and it's that's really how that's how the, the the whole NFL should be. Well, yeah, but they unfortunately they after the Packers put that into place, they signed like an NFL legislation yeah. or the equivalent of that. No other team could ever do that. Absurd. Which is completely it's stupid, which is sad. right? Yeah. Yeah. They expect you to pay for the fucking stadiums, but, you know. You can't have a right to it. You, don't, you get yeah. decision-making You still got to pay fucking premiums on those tickets, bud. Exactly. It's bullshit. Assholes. Anyways. So, Nick. Oh. We would, um, we would be remiss, Nick. Um, my, my word is home. Okay. And uh, the Tempe Lightning, actually, the game we got to go to, we set a franchise record for home wins in a season. That's right. 26 home wins in one season. We, are, we beat out our Stanley Cup here yes, for home did. wins. Yes, that's right. The that's crazy good. thing about it is, is if you think about how long the, the season is, it's 82, se- 82 games. The 41 of them are home. We are still in single-digit losses at home. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> The three of us went to that game, and, and correct, uh, correct me on the, the pronunciation of his name, Nick. I, I say Tyler Seguin. It's Segan. Segan. Seguin. Uh, Seguin. Seguin. I say Seguin. It's Penguin with an S. You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> it's penguin with an S. That was his first Seguin. game. It was his first game back, and he had two goals against us. I was like, this fucking guy, man. We would have we had this game in the bag if he would have been here. Like... <laughs> I got a little nervous there in the third. I was like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm well, surprised it was as close of a game as it was. It was Same. actually another crazy stat about that game is prior to that game, we were 1-13-1 one, 
when going into the third period with a um, deficit. Eesh. Wow. So that. that was our only our second win of the season. It was a great win. I mean, it was, it was a great win. I mean, yeah, Dallas is not by no means world beaters, but they're good. Well, who was it? It was Headman, right? Who had who had the go Headman ahead had goal? Headman had the winning. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, that was beautiful. It was a beautiful shot because he's he just he, he the way he skated into the zone. I was thinking like, ah, they're just chipping it in. They're going and he's, just, no. he's taking a shot and then it, it goes in. I'm like, it went in. It went in. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the the craziness that is uh, John Cooper's. Uh, we're gonna pinch a defenseman on on offense. That's what he's gonna do. And I don't know if you noticed this, but if you watch the replay, it was the triplets line that was out there with him. And pa- Johnson passed to Hedman for the the primary assist. But at that point in time, um, Kucherov was peeling back to play defense. What you don't see is the forwards go play defense when the defense play forward. It's it's a wonderful system. I love the, I love the comment that you had to be more on the power play at one point. You're like, look, Stamkos is playing the point. That's the only time you'll ever see that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, anytime you ever see Stamkos uh, near the blue line on a face off, it's like, oh, we're on a power play. I get it. Now, Chris, you're a Devils fan, and like we, you just you just destroy us every time we play you. It's like it's I was like gonna so say, you guys were talking about the home record. I know the one team that did get a win on that home ice, even though my team's pathetic and. Clawing and scratching to try and get uh, that wild card spot, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm a Devils fan. I was talking to uh, Anthony about this on the last podcast, and it was actually off air. But is it a New Jersey thing where you guys just burn your goalies out? I don't get it. Like Broder had that when he was there, and now Corey Schneider's starting like 85 percent of the games. Yeah, they've they've changed. Well, again, Pizza Bora was a big thing with with Schneider, and they once they sent that guy back, and I mean things kind of turned around. But he got us so far in a freaking hole uh, that it's it's definitely hard to dig out of. Um, I don't get it. Uh, Keith Kincaid uh, is a is a, a young kid who has actually played really well in the starts that he's been in. Uh, got the win over the Flyers this weekend. Uh, he's starting to play a little bit more. So you're seeing well, whatever this patch coaching thing that they're doing with Lamarillo still behind the bench. With Scott Stevens and Adam Oates, it seems to be working. They shipped off some of the older guys and Yager and Zidlitsky. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brodor didn't want to come out. I mean, that was a yeah. big deal with him. And then when you had the issue with Brodor and Corey Schneider, when clearly Corey Schneider was the guy that they wanted to take Very over so. behind Ned, and then they were kind of split in half and half. But Brodor wanted to play. I mean, th- th- that was pretty much known. And my God, I mean, if that guy's not probably going to go down in history as the best goalie ever, uh, I don't, I don't know who is. If he's, uh, if he's not the best, he's top. He's the oh, second between behind Wall or in front of Wall. Absolutely. So uh, that's kind of how it was, and when DeBoer just wanted to lean on uh, Schneider for the whole, you know, first half of the season when he was that when he was the coach, and uh, now it's changed a little bit. They're getting a little bit more rotation. Kincaid got hurt a couple weeks ago. He's back now, so I think we saw a little bit more of Schneider. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it sucks uh, to be a devil's fan, but you know, I've, I've stuck with him, but I don't root against the lightning and stuff. Kyle, I know we've had our discussion. We've had our, we've had our disagreements. I've, ta- crazy. I've taken it's pot just shots crazy. And I'm going to try to go to the game. What is, I think it's April 10th that we play. Um, I was out of town last time when the devils played down in, uh, in Tampa. So I'm going to try to go to that game. Um, I, if you guys can't can't beat them at the 3-0 sweep Dude, against you that. guys for some reason you guys just have our number i i don't i like i it's just it's it's a, it's just mashup thing like it's, it's not even the season either it goes back to when kyle and i actually went to a, a playoff game we oh had that's right that was so fucking heartbreaking we painted our faces and everything and the devils knocked us out of the playoffs and i was like you sons of bitches that ride home where everything was like all every, you couldn't touch anything because your face was painted and, yeah that was so, i think i believe that was oh seven was it Cabina that got hurt in that series, or was it one? Was it like Scott Stevens or someone? Someone got I think took it was, a fuck to the face. I feel like it was Cabina. 
Was it Cabina? I think it was Cabina. I just I've, I just remember that game. Uh, I brought my Vuvuzela to the game, and like uh, during while they were warming up, I was taking the Vuvuzela and I was I was like uh, blowing it as hard as I can. I was like, "Hey, bro, Dur, you suck." <laughs> and I was, of course, I was up in the three hundred level, so he couldn't hear me. So it was you know it was, it was a moral victory. You're one of those. I love it when I, I my buddy's got season tickets uh, three rows behind the ice. Um, That's a good ticket. Visitors shoot twice side, like in the corner. And so I always, I always get his tickets for the the Devils games and uh, or go with them. And I, you know, there's always the guy in the section, and he's always like, "You suck, Brodor." I'm like, "Do you not fucking realize?" <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah, okay. I, I should clarify. That's not me. I was just saying that because I knew it was funny. Because obviously, it's fucking <laughs> Martin Brodor. Like, you know how you know when you, you know how you know a guy is good when you hate him. I hate Martin Brodeur. He's so good. I hated Brett Favre. Brett Favre was so fucking good when he played us. I gotta, I gotta ask Chris, um, how bad does it burn you? And I, I'm not taking a shot here. I'm just because I, I feel like you and I have a, well, maybe not in the same sense, but how you, how I feel towards St. Louis. I'm wondering if you feel towards Brodeur being on the uh, St. Louis Blues staff right now. Not at all. No. I, yeah. I, he wasn't ready to hang it up. I mean, I think he said his goodbye uh, last year, his last game that he played for the Devils. It was was obviously his send off. They and he he gave it a shot. Look, Marty's not at the top of his game. Uh, I I saw it last year. I mean, he he's declining. Uh, that's the reason why they went out and got a Corey Schneider. I've got no ill will towards him. He came back and played, and they just had the uh, the twenty year Stanley Cup reunion. He played in that game. Actually, played forward. Uh, and scored a goal uh, in the alumni game. <laughs> that's <laughs> <awesome>. crazy. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's Marty just did that? Um, but yeah, I, 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 he didn't want to hang it up. Uh, so I get it. He, he's never his, He's never going to be tied to anything with the St. Louis Blues organization. He's always going to be a devil for life. It's, it, it's like Brett Favre going and playing for the Jets or the, or the Vikings. It, it's, it's kind of like a blip on the radar. You're, yeah. you're never really going to remember him in, in in any colors except for the green and, and gold. I uh, certainly will. Yeah, he, <laughs> I, well, say, oh, I fucking remember that shit. <laughs> I think, you, you, no, no, I might be speaking for you here, but do you feel like it would be different if he didn't play for the Vikings? Say he just played yeah. for the Jets and yeah. he went and played for the Chargers or something? Yeah, absolutely. It'd be, it'd be night and day. Night and day. But since but he strapped w- it on for purple. Yep. Oh. The Packers, it, yeah, the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers and got rid of him. So if that, that that's my feeling with with Marty, it, the Devils got didn't sign him. They they let him go and do whatever he wanted to do. So he's free to do whatever he wants to do. I, I think there was a little bit with Favre, and you can you can help me out because you know the Packers. He wanted to kind of stick it to the pack to the pack a little bit and say I'm going to go play for a division rival. Yep, that's and, exactly what it was. But but something I I can't remember. But there was some sort of clause in his contract that he he couldn't play for a divisional. In one Te- season, team. or directly after, he directly couldn't... after he left the Packers, yeah, that was yeah, was in the, I think that was like the trade cl- or yeah. whatever. So he went to the Jets. Yeah, he went to essentially he went to the Jets to go to the Vikings. Just yeah, just as <laughs> just as like purgatory before. It's like okay, the only thing you could have done worse is probably go to the fucking Bears. Like <laughs> I couldn't imagine. God, oh, could you imagine, man? That would have what what a, what a fuck you to like your old team. <laughs> You know, what's funny is that, yeah, my dad has a sense of humor, and uh, he bought my sister for Christmas a Brett Favre Vikings jersey. Oh, God. How fast did that go up in flames? She still has it, but it's it's just as a, a, a joke, that's all. I'm, I'm glad that, I mean, some of our greatest players on the Bucks went on to play for other teams in their, the twilight of the career. Sap was was with the Raiders. Lynch. And Lynch was with the Broncos. Broncos. And I think... Nope. 
people are always going to look at Lynch as like a Bronco or a Buck and a Bronco mm-hmm. be- because he played there for long enough and was successful there. I think the sap with the Raiders will be sort of like a mm, yeah. like a like a trivia well, question well, one day. Well, not that he had huge huge success, but done with the Falcons. I mean, he's he's a Falcon and a Buck. Yeah. Oh, exactly. But but you know, like I'm glad that arguably the greatest Buccaneer ever finished his entire career with the Buccaneers with Derek Brooks. Man, I'm like that that. That makes it feel good. What chaps my ass? I want to go back to this Brett Favre shit. <laughs> this really chaps <laughs> my son ass. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it chaps my ass because it's like, okay, fine. You go to the Jets. I don't care. I was still rooting for you. And then you went to the fucking Vikings. Goddamn, that's a kick in the ass. But what was like the syphilis to top it all off was the fucking how much bullshit he talked. How much fucking that's right. mud he flung at us. He did. did. He never fucking seized, a, never not seized an opportunity to knock us down a peg. And now, like, that, now that he's all gray beard, he's like, oh, I want my number tired. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go over. Th- we're going to, hey, everybody, everybody, just calm down. We're going to retire number four. You're at Lambo. I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, will you will he have to take off the Wrangler jeans? <laughs> oh, you mean the Canadian tuxedo? Well, he got in trouble for that once before. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, he sent he sent Jonathan a few questionable photos, and now there's a restraining order in place. So everything's fine. Throwing picks and texting chicks, bro. Those went to uh, an FSU alum, actually. Yes, yes. She's actually doing stand up in Ebor. She's so hot. Jen Sturger is the hottest man. She's so <laughs> like if you see pictures of her back in college, Jesus uh-huh. Christ! All right, so my word was home. Okay, <laughs> and I think I think we're we're just about ready to wrap it up. So yeah, I'm hungry, bro. Yeah. All right, Chris. Once again, where can we find everything that you do? Uh, Bucksbrief.com is the website. Hey, we, we're actually writing articles, which I hate doing because I'm you know I'm, I'm not Joe Buck's fan and Peter Report and. That's, uh, a good, that's a good Report thing you're doing now, man. The Bait Cave and all those all those publications. But there's specific reasons why we're writing articles. We're trying to get a little bit more uh, cred with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so that helps. Um, so people, if you go and read the articles on BucksBrief.com and tweet them out and Reddit, Reddit them out, if that's a verb now. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It's, if Google's a verb, Reddit's a verb now. Yeah, put them on our bucks. Absolutely. That'll, that'll help, too. And then the Facebook page, uh, I got the question of why do you have so many uh, – followers on twitter but not likes on facebook i don't know what it is i think people just don't want me to see what they look like because it's dying uh, yeah, yeah facebook's, facebook's dying. dying uh it's facebook.com slash bucks brief podcast twitter is at bucks brief and then we'll have a new show out uh, tomorrow evening when are you guys publish? Do you guys publish like right after yeah or? i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here tonight and edit it and then publish it awesome yeah. hey appreciate you guys having me on this was a lot of fun it's no. a long time and maybe i can come down to the studio one time and we'll get ridiculously drunk oh that would be great drunk draft podcast absolutely Uh, yeah oh man that'd be fun that'd be awesome (laughs) (laughs) we should just do a live like second day coverage of the draft (laughs) i'll teach you guys we'll just do it from a bar or something and we'll just we'll do like combine it we can we can do it i did it with what the buck we'll just combine audio you guys release it i'll release it we'll do like a combined show and just love it that's a great idea i love that idea yeah over the off season let's do that okay all right. Uh, of course, you can find him at uh, at Bucks Brief Podcast and also at Fish Fish F E E S H. Right? It's yeah. at, it's at U F Fish. Oh, U F. I never recommend people. They don't want to hear my pro University of Florida and 
all that crap. So just just go follow at Buxbury. Yeah. So you you do the smart thing. I do the dumb thing. I just lope, I I, lo- I lump it all into my primary account. So I'm just like you get everything. <laughs> I never. I I literally am never on that account anymore. It's yeah. Like, I just don't because I I know there's folks who who follow the the podcast and then go over and follow what I have to say and I just I don't I don't want to I don't want to mix it. You know. Yeah. Well, I think you're allowed not to correlate those two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you can find me at Kyle, K-Y-L-E-W-O-T-B, and Nick at, at Inkman Nick, right? W-O-T-B? Yes, sir. Still. Uh, you can, of course, find Jonathan on the Amber Alert hotline. Yep, follow me. Follow him. <laughs> and, of course, our podcasts are all located at www.sharkdropper.com. Go there and check out any number of our podcasts that we do uh, on the Shark Dropper Network, Word of the Bay, Shark Dropper Podcast. Top five. Top five. Horror Play, Doppel Avenue Hurt. If um if it possesses you and I hope it does go to iTunes uh, you can find all our uh, our podcasts on iTunes as well give us a rate give a, give us a, a little description so maybe we can fix some things maybe you like about it um we truly do appreciate it we I can guarantee you we at this stage we all we look at every single one of them and read every single one of them so we greatly appreciate that and while you're doing that also go to uh, the Bucksbury podcast and rate and review them as well yep five stars because we're goddamn brotherhood and if we don't stick together and and we'll all fall apart or something like that. I don't know. Something philosophical like that. Yeah, some philosophical bullshit. Uh, thanks, Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, that was Word of the Bay for this week. I am Kyle. I am Nick. I'm Jonathan. That's your future. Oh, that's me. I'm Chris. Hey. <laughs> 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 thanks for joining us, man. Let's say you do sign in Dominican Sue and you draft Jameis Winston. It's like, what are you? How many, how many fucking scumbags can you get on one fucking team? Ooh. Legend, oh, allegedly, oh, sorry, allegedly. Sorry. Hey, we, sorry. he's a, he's a great I don't think, talent. I don't think Indominus is allegedly. Thank you.